you're anything like the two wildly average guys speaking into your ear today, you know the apparel game is saturated and really hard to find the product you love. We are fortunate enough to find Visionary Manufacturing, a custom apparel one-stop shop that's tailored just for you and your brand. If you're an entrepreneur, someone who's got a brand, help, or maybe even Piff Peterson, a viral kid on TikTok that was once our back pocket filmer, and need merch to send to your friends, look no further than Visionary Manufacturing. If you want to book through us, you want to get some custom deals, a sweet discount through the Back Pocket Boys, email us at backpocket at visionarymfg.com. That's B-A-C-K-P-O-C-K-E-T at visionarymfg.com. Visit that link in the show notes. Hey, let's go. start talking about podcast stuff in five, four, three, two, one. Number two, biggest improvement between episode one and episode two. We're here, baby. Let's get it. We got a fun podcast here for you marketing interns. This is the back-end show. I mean, it's a free-for-all, but we're going to put a little structure to it. Yeah, I think uh, my biggest takeaway from the first back-end show, I was so mad at myself listening to it the whole time because I was just interrupting both of you the whole time. I was like, God, I got to be better. So I apologize to both of you. Thank you for your podcast. I don't think you're supposed to talk that much. You can interview. I mean, you can interrupt me whenever you want. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. I just felt bad. Well, it was fun for me interviewing you, or no, uh, editing the uh, conversation on the video aspect because, like, the camera's pointed right at you with the GoPro. So whenever you talk, I throw the GoPro footage on. Yeah. And I got to see how much you're actually talking, like the percentage as compared to when we're talking. What's the percentage? You're probably at like a good 20, 25%. Like mm, you got some high quality uh, conversation in there. Yeah. I got I got to bring it down a little bit. Probably like 10% is probably what my, I need to be at. Well, I focus on recording. I do want to continue to make note of how much you've improved with Appreciate that. your ability to um, get your thoughts out without using filler words such as like. Thanks. Really no, good. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. You've improved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Thanks. think. Uh, I think your next challenge. Ooh, is another when, challenge. Yeah. Listen I'm down. up, big boy. When we're talking with guests and they have like a, you know, how they're like caught on a word yes. or someone that they don't know. Like, I need you. I need you in there yeah, right yeah. away. You know. Yeah. That's that's the next thing because if if you can just build their times. sentence, yeah. 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 Well, we're like pointing at you. Yeah. We're like, Sam, Sam's our producer. He knows the answer. And I'm like ordering Chipotle. I'm like Postmates. <laughs> I look up. I'm like, what? Yeah. No, I can start doing that. But yeah. Dope. Anyways. Absolutely. So, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay, I, that, cool. I think we can make that work. That's your challenge? Yeah, that was my challenge. Easy. Pretty, love that. Easy. All right, let's dive into the show. We always start the back end show with an average quality. Absolutely. So let's get into it. Who's and going first? We originally did average qualities of, as a whole. That was our back end show because we wanted to kind of, you know, Get it, get on with it in mm-hmm. the back end of uh, the actual Monday show. Now we have a free for all, so we're all going to do our own average qualities, as you realized last week. So let's dive into the average qualities. Declan, start us off. Okay, um, average quality f- for me is be interrupting people. I think uh, that's definitely my average quality, and I was talking about that earlier. But I would also say chords. This place looks like spaghetti noodles are on the ground, man, and it's not good. That's kind of like a wee average quality, I think. I'm not it putting is. that on you. It. I mean, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna own it though because because I want I just because you're this the engineer to, and you should have a little yeah, more design. And, there, and if I learned anything in my four years at St. Thomas being an engineer is that you do not have wires on the ground, you do not have cords on the ground because that's just a trip hazard, safety hazard, 
and it's unacceptable. So um, I have a proposition on how we can make this better. And you would like to share it now? Yeah, is that cool? All right, dive into it. Okay, so right now we have the Zeti mixer on this table right here, right? All the cords are running from there, and they're sprawling out like spaghetti noodles on the ground here. If we take that and we put it here where the back pocket stuff is and this own the world stuff, maybe not on it, maybe underneath it, however we want to do it, we have it there. We have it streamed. Your, your cords will be streamlined behind. My cords will be streamlined behind. And we have the longer cord, that 25-footer, runs can runs the along the line and then back up. Problem Think solved. Problem solved. Incredibly bad podcasting. However, great YouTubing. Yes, great YouTube. Follow us on YouTube. I love your commitment to getting people to watch YouTube is incredible. Yeah, we got about 64 subscribers on YouTube. We're killing it. So yeah. go on to YouTube, the Bad Five Pocket more. Podcast. Five more subscribers. And then we don't want any more. Get off. If we could stay at 69 for as long as possible. We could say that on the back end show. Yeah, we can. It'd be sick. You don't do it. Um, but yeah, I think chords in general. Like I know you just went over how we're doing free-for-all and everyone has their own average qualities. But I think, uh, yeah, I'm just going to step up and say it. Let's, know, yeah, let's be a man get, about let's it. I like that be idea. Be I think that's a great idea. Okay, cool. Uh, my average quality is something that you kind of brought to my life. I didn't really realize it at first, but then you sent me that Venmo request for rent. And you always tag us with like, like the monthly theme. You know, you give us... Know your role. Know your role. And my role in the month of January was uh, Andy, Andy Breakfast Chef. And he gave me that title because all I do is cook breakfast every time of the day. Because that's all I know how to cook, and it's easy. So I'm pretty, I'm a pretty good breakfast chef, and I may say I'm probably just a great, great chef in general. Do you agree, Sam? Like, if I'm a breakfast chef, am I just a great chef overall? Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty good you brought this up actually, because I think I, I think I was talking about this maybe a while ago about how me and my friends have this running joke where uh, breakfast chefs, people that are like, no, I'm really good at making breakfast. Like, let me make you breakfast. Uh, I make the bre- best breakfast food. Are actually the worst cooks ever. Because it's breakfast food. You crack some eggs, you throw on some bacon, you put some toast in the in the toaster. There's Bravo. no other planning. There's nothing else. Like, okay, open up a thing of yogurt. That's so easy. Like, spread some peanut butter. And then, it's like, okay, the one thing would be, like, omelets. Okay? Omelets, omelets, I would say, are, like, the, like, premier thing, like, you can make when you're making breakfast. And it's still so easy compared to any dinner or lunch, like, recipe or meal. So... I think that people that flex how good they are making breakfast are just really bad cooks outside of making breakfast, which is so easy that like they just hold on to it. Yeah, hold on though. I think I don't. I wouldn't say bad cooks because they're still cooking and they're not burning the eggs and yeah, they're not okay. starting fires and you know you could start a grease fire. You could start. You run the risk. Yeah, you that's run what the breakfast. Risk. The breakfast is heavy grease oriented. Heavy, heavy grease. But so I would say, yeah, you're you're an average cook. Absolutely. That's my average quality. Yeah. And then, you know, I sometimes, and I don't even cook. And when it comes to this, I just go to Cub and I grab myself a rotisserie chicken and I peel that off and I put that into my pasta. I make wraps. I make salads. That's like all I do. So your Caesar salads are incredible. Caesar salads, sometimes chicken Caesar salads, sometimes chicken Caesar wraps. Okay, but what's what's in your Caesar salad though? Nothing. Lettuce, chicken, and then store-bought Caesar dressing. And store-bought chicken. Like it's rotisserie. Yeah. I'm not cooking a thing. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm. At least you're being like kind of creative and like you're actually you know taking that step of like making something. Yeah, he's, okay, fi- he's yeah, finding a yeah. way to just like be productive. He's yeah, like, okay, if, if it's without like learning a, how to be a cook. Exactly. Like you're. So I, that's why I'm average. Like I haven't taken really the steps to come up with a recipe that I, it's a tad creative and expanding my repertoire. Mm, yeah, I think like uh, Mac, Michael Rapaport. I feel like you're just building meals like you would build Legos. 
just kind of taking things and just like following the instructions, making it, and then it looks good, tastes good, feel good. Hundred percent. Like I get the instruction manual, yeah. and I'm one of those Lego kids via breakfast that just puts the pieces where the instructions say. Yeah. Not like those creative kids Rule that followers. build the uh, really cool things just out of the blue. Like I wasn't that guy. Yeah. Within the breakfast realm. Did you like Legos? I so, love Legos. Yeah. And I did never follow the instructions when it came to Legos. Oh. Yeah. I always just built like ships. Like I always built a spaceship out of like when you got the jungle, like the jungle themed Legos. Always a spaceship. No matter what pieces I got. How big a of a, how big of like a boner kill was the Bionicles? Like you had Bionicles and then you couldn't never... You can never like build anything with those. No, you just got a, one. It was an action figure. Yeah, it was, it was a glorified action figure. Yeah. Nice try, Lego. Is the GoPro on, by the way? Yeah, it's, okay. it's running. Dope. Because last nice. time you didn't hit play, so I have to hold you accountable. Shoot, yeah, hey, he's learning. He's, he's getting, learning. He's yeah. improving. Uh, Sam, what is your average quality this week? Uh, my average quality this week is going to be my usage of caffeine. So oh. yeah, so uh, I work with a lot of guys that work really long shifts and they have pretty stressful jobs, and early on in their career one thing that just really kept them going was caffeine usage and i love caffeine i you know i wake up in the morning cup of coffee midday i have like a bca energy has caffeine in it and then i pre out when i go to the gym heavy so, beta alamine for all those people yeah, that don't yeah. know that that's the jittery stuff that makes you all a little like, was wired a little MC, psyche mct you oil like this, and then you're this yeah. sam at work all that. yeah they're like hey sam can you get something done? No, but he, he brings up a great point. He mixes in the MCT oil, yep. which find which drags out the beta alamine instead of just hits you right away, oh. and then you have it for two, three hours. Yeah, but oh. anyway, so my point was that he's a gym rat. Is that there's, yeah, I am huge. Go, we all I hope okay. The well, we all entire body because Sam was once big, and his brother called him out for it. Yeah. Yeah. You're thick. okay. Also, real quick thick. though, we all worked out before. We're all gym rats here. Yeah. We all worked out before this podcast. So we all I'm life. actually yeah. a hit hit fanatic, so <laughs> Yeah, we're shout bo- out no, all no, the so, yeah. So we're no we're boutique <laughs> fitness guys and you're the you're, time. you're like the corporate uh version of Absolute gym junkie over here. You're a junkie, yeah. yeah. Uh but anyway, so these guys, like they just were they're using so much caffeine and that now they're like early thirties and they're drinking pre workout all day to like try to stay awake and i'm like i can't get to that point in my life so today i was exhausted at work and i had a cup of coffee at like 12 and then it was like three o'clock i'm like oh i'm pretty tired but i was like you know i'm going to the gym at like six so i'm gonna have caffeine i'm like i can just ride this out so i'm slowly but surely going to go from having caffeine three times a day to two times a day Mm. and then maybe like once a day every other day or something so i can you know Mm -hmm. throughout my life i can still enjoy like the buzz and getting awake from caffeine but you know, I'm not. I don't want to be like a zombie at work or at school. So I got to just find that balance because you know, I was, I pretty much like couldn't live without caffeine this summer. You know, when I was taking it three yep. times a day, or well, I guess taking it. It sounds like a drug, but when I was like <laughs> like a hard drug, when I was like you know consuming it three times a day, like I needed it. But uh, yeah. So what do you have with coffee yeah. right now? I drink two cups in the morning, nice. like one probably at ten and one at eleven. And I usually try to drink two cups of water in between each cup of coffee. Nice. I just started a new thing today where. I have to drink 16 ounces of water before I get any coffee, and today it was. My I always f- drink one cup. Yeah, before I. Drink You're coffee. killing me. I'm yeah. not good at it. M- most days for me was like, I got into a rhythm of just drinking coffee, from basically 6 a.m. to noon. Caffeine is so bad for you in the sense of like. Is it really? You become dire, t- addicted to caffeine. Because yeah. it's once you have it, your system needs it to function at the speed that you want it to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because caffeine increases motor functions. Mm. 
and increases your thought process and everything, right? Bends your blood and just gets... Yeah, it gets get, you going. Yeah. So once you, like, it's caffeine, caffeine headaches are, like, the really? most real thing ever because... I didn't take caffeine on Sunday when we worked. Yeah, we didn't take it. <laughs> take it again. I use the word take. Dude, I'm, it's a drug. And yeah. I, mean, I had the drug, biggest yeah. headache at like 2 o'clock. Yeah. And I was just like dragging ass. Yeah. I. But to my point is... Sorry, so, I interrupted you. No, no, you're good. Average quality alert. No, no, you're good. Wait, did you actually say your average quality? It was caffeine. Yeah, caffeine. Yeah. Okay, usage, sweet, yeah. sweet, sweet. Onward. Onward. So the, I drank water today. And I didn't drink any coffee. Uh, like I got to noon and I had already finished my like two, thirty-two ounces of water. I was like feeling great. Then don't need anything, and so let's see if I can do day two. See if I can do it without coffee. I can confirm that your face, your complexion, looks good right now, dude. I think it's because of the water, man. I mean, usually when you come home, you're a little pale in the face. Really? And I'm like, are you a ghost? Did you not get any vitamin D today? A little vitamin decky. But today, dude, you mixed in two glasses of 32 ounces of water before noon? You're- Look, I'm not going to toot my horn here because, you know, that's just now what we do. We don't toot our horns, but feeling good. Let's just say the growth and development from podcast one, the pilot episode of the back end, yeah. to number two is through the roof. Thanks, it's guys. It's a two-for-one package. Thank there, you. Man. Yeah, two-for-one, though. Two but for one. Andrew, real recognize real, bro. That's real. That's real. And dude. that's water too. So that's sick. Um these shades are so sick, dude. Skyline Specs, a company here in St. Paul, created out of the classroom at St. Thomas, founded by Scott Ballard. These make or they make some of the most unique sunglasses I've ever seen. Dude, you crack me up, man. You do look good in these, and they do look so good on you, man. Best I've ever looked. And I, you know what? Each pair has a skyline etched into the side. That way you can wrap them wherever you're from, whether it's L.A., San Francisco, Denver, here in Minneapolis. Hell, you can even go wholesale and put your own brand on there. Give me the roots. That's right. little sicko mode, baby. And that's not even the best part. They're totally customizable. You can choose from five different style shades, then customize what you want them to say on the side. Perfect for your company, wedding party, or the whole squad. The boys, the gals, the marketing interns. Skyline really knows how to fit your style, so go check them out at SkylineSpecs.com. How do you spell that, Andrew? That's S-K-Y-L-I-N-E-S-P-E-C-S.com. Boom. But moving on, you know, as we always do. Trapping the puck. We got a little, uh, we got pump the brakes here. Because we got a little sneaky secret sneak. So, yeah, so if anyone remembers this episode or this segment on the on our back ends, this is a how do you want to describe it? So we brought the sneaky secret segment in roughly around the time we went to Hilton Head because I remember like it was it was that region with the cicadas in the back. Exactly. And what an electric episode! Electric episode. Where Johnny Stopko, I can't remember exactly. Yeah, poolside. But we do a sneaky secret where you know. For those who of the marketing interns that made it that far got to find out a little tidbit that we're implementing slowly and hopefully dropping in a few weeks, right? The behind the scenes, behind the scenes really preparation of a big drop, a big release. Yeah. And this week's sneaky secret, sneaky, is uh going to be incorporated in the back end show. We're trying to do fan submissions because we got to get you guys incorporated. You guys are the fuel source, as Yoakum likes to say. 
to our why. Hmm. So we're going to do a fan submission of average qualities, right? Because that's what we are. We're average guys, ordinary dudes, Mm -hmm. and we become kind of uh, little experts of average qualities. Yeah, so... I want to call it the average quality consultants. Oh, I like that way better. We're okay. not experts. No, not experts. But, but we have consultant. a little bit of uh Yeah, we're basically the life coaches of uh, average qualities. We have longevity. Yeah, we have a reflection of an average quality, so we have a little bit more uh, deeper roots in it. Yeah, roots deep for sure. Yeah. I would say, you know, we've been at this average quality thing for a little over two years now, so, you know, we got some experience with it. So Experience. Experience. And I think uh, we want to help you guys out. So if you want to submit a video, I don't know how we – should we submit them just o- over Instagram because everyone follows us on Instagram? Or you can email us at thebackpocketpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. I don't know if you can send videos on email, but – Yeah, you can, I just, I'm just trying to think of the most efficient way to do it. I know there we could, if we started a Dropbox link and then put that out, That'd be one way to do it as well. But I'm just thinking like Instagram, if they just videotape themselves or literally Snapchat at us or something like. Can you save that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can. You if could. you do it in like the direct I messages. Think, yeah. I just think I'm just trying to think of the easiest way that we can get like the most submissions. But either way, you Sam, send you're, us. you're pretty uh, in tune to the youth. How would they get the videos? Yeah. Um, what do you think of the I idea? Don't, by I don't the way? think I, I like the submission idea, but if somebody like feels comfortable doing a video, then they'd probably like figure out a way to do it. But I think a lot of people might just be easier for them to, just to type something out and send it to you guys for a submission, and then like we read mm. the submission, you mm. know? Yeah, but I'm not a good. I'm not good at reading. I'm good at reading. Well, Sam yeah. will read yeah. them then. Okay, we but can do that, t- that yeah, I would put that as another option because okay. I, if you're trying to get the most submissions, I think that there's gonna be some people that are more comfortable with just typing something out than right. sending. I'm good with like two submissions a yeah, week. Yeah, that's a good point. Is like we don't need 80 submissions if or we eight or eight. We literally need like three people because we'll probably pick the best three. No, we'll just. Use them all eventually. If we got eight of them, we'd probably only use three. And then we use three the next week. Oh, but I feel like more people would keep submitting. I don't know. You choose the best three and you go and you unpack each one, right? I don't know. I would. I my biggest preference is video because I think it's hilarious when you can see the person actually describe their average quality versus texting it. Like I don't know exactly how they were trying to interpret it. Yeah, and it also helps for. I don't read being yeah in social media and everything. Reading in reading in between the lines. Not good at it, dude. Yeah, Very literal guy. That. I mean, if you're that good at reading, Sam, like maybe we create a whole other segment where you just get to read stuff because I think that sounds like something you're interested little, in. Little book by the fireplace type thing. Yeah, we'll get you a To robot. Kill a Mockingbird yeah. or No Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men would be nice. Or Hunger Gone Games. Girl. Gone Girl. Hunger, Let's have you read Games. Hunger Fifty Games. Shades of Grey. What's the one with Lenny and... The Bible. Uh... uh Lenny and the other guy. Oh, mice, mice of men, mice of men. Yeah, yeah that's, that's sad men. though. But yeah, I can read that. Yeah, yeah, you'll read mice of men to us. How about okay? So, uh, when this season is finishing up, we're gonna have you sit by the fireplace and read a night before Christmas. <sighs> but you have to ad lib. We'll we'll take out certain parts, and you have to ad lib back pocket stuff in there. And we're gonna get a bunch of little kids in here. Yeah, I'm super into, into that. Idea. <laughs> yes, yeah. right. we're gonna we're gonna get a bunch just of kids. Local elementary here, school. There's just, a, <laughs> no, there's a preschool two two streets down. We'll yeah. just like walk over. They're like, hey, kids. Want to learn about podcasting? Want to want to sit in front of a fireplace? <laughs> we have an intern that's really good at reading books. <laughs> this is a joke, guys. We're not we're not we're not that guy. We're no, not, we, we're not those guys. But we should. Act. I I'm I'll read by a fire. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know how that's good content? That's yeah. great content. Yeah. You know how comedians always like when they say like a very like racist or like joke that could be taken way out of context. Yeah. They always go, "That's a joke, guy." Like, come on, guys, laugh. It's a joke. Like. Or, I love that because it's like like 
realize that I'm just using this content because people actually have this perspective. I don't, but it's funny that people do. Right. Yeah. It's a joke. That's such a specific voice that, like, I don't know if I could ever do. Neither. I, no way I could do it. Because, A, if it's, like, politics, I don't know enough about them. And then if it's, like, me being racist, I'm not racist. There's, like, a lot of, just, yeah. I don't know. It's so just you can find, me. like, stereotypes that yeah, like, people could. really don't like, but you're making light-hearted jokes towards yes. it. Oh, it's observationalist, observational comedy. Yeah. Lisa talks about it. Um, shout out Lisa. Shout out Lisa. She was the marketing intern spotlight of this week, and she was phenomenal. Such a good episode. I'm so happy to have her as a friend through our network, and I'm, yeah. and she's coming on the podcast Again. as much as she can because yeah. those conversations are the ones that we thrive in where it's just not really talking about either person. It's just talking about life yeah. and un- unpacking an industry kind of or unpacking just like what it is like to be that type of person, yeah. a comedian. Those are so fun. Oh, it was a it was a juiced conversation for sure. But in review, of, sneaky uh, secret of sneaky secrets. Sam, just you can two two options. You can either text it to text it, DM it, or the biggest preference is send a video. Yeah, well, yeah, a video across the board. Text, DM, or um, just get it to us somehow, yeah. some way. Um, we'll be better at it. We'll figure it out as we go. Um, the most It'll be in the show notes. Be in the show notes. Yeah down there i don't know if it's down there youtube on here on youtube it's down there no not actually actually down there i know okay good job filmer all right let's trap the buck and let's transition to uh what did you learn Mm. who wants to go first uh i can go first okay so let me just check my show notes because i forgot what i learned oh yeah yeah. (laughs) so this is this is funny this saturday i work a proctoring job i'm the head proctor and uh not to brag not to brag i got to hire a bunch of minions and declan's one of them so yeah. super fun andrew's the best boss ever i'm a boss um but moral of the story is i forgot to pack a lunch or eat anything prior to getting there and i work from 6 a.m to 6 p.m and i had the trifecta of eating on my fine saturday this past week i had two sausage biscuits from mcdonald's in the morning um and a and a large coke to start off my day, that was at 5.50 a.m. in the morning. Great start to the day. Didn't drink my water that day. Fueled. Talk about no water. That was that day. And then, a few hours later, my older brother, who also is one of my employees, because I'm his boss, I told him to go grab me some food. He went to Chick-fil-A. I had two chicken sandwiches, a large fry, and another Coke. Fire me up. And then, to finish off the day... When after proctoring around 6.30 on Declan's birthday, we went to Chipotle. And I had hammered a Chipotle burrito, finished the whole thing, and then went out to the bars and drank a ton of beer. That is the trifecta right there of fast food. Bro, that is... My altar workout <laughs> this morning, or this afternoon, was atrocious, dude. I was, oh a, I was a string bean out there just limping around. Okay, first off, now I totally understand, so... Just to give some context, we're watching golf on Saturday night. We're about to go out to the bar, and Andrew and I were just sitting, munching on our Chipotle. I hadn't eaten all day, and so I was just crushing it. But Andrew finishes his first, and he goes, oh, man, dude, I'm so bloated. I was like, yeah, you know, everyone's bloated after Chipotle. He's like, I'm not looking forward to drinking any beer tonight. I was like, yeah, I get it. I, I understand. But now I really understand. Dude, you had an insane day. McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Chipotle. Bro. Hammered. That's crazy. Like, chill out. Buck, buck 70 right here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's so much beef, dude. That's it was so beef much week. beef. 
That's incredible. Oh, I love that, man. So unhealthy, dude. All right, what did I learn? I I learned that George Foreman is the coolest dude in the world. So here's this. I pretty much played through a commercial, and what happened was I went outside. I had you did to, what? I, I I played through the George Foreman commercial. Like I feel like this. You were was, a George Foreman commercial. I was. You were inside it. I was inside. You were the commercial. I was the commercial. Like if they filmed what I did, millions of dollars. You're the poster George. boy. Yeah, and Decky George Foreman. <laughs> Declan's the poster boy, George Foreman, <laughs> <laughs> right there. Hey, real quick, did you know that uh, the inventors of like the George Foreman grill went to Hulk Hogan first, and Hulk Hogan said, "Now nah, fuck that shit. That's the stupidest idea ever." A grill inside. Yeah, yeah. and then they literally went to George Foreman. He's like. Why not? Why those guys? Did you research that? Yeah. Why them? Well, like, why lifter strong guys? They they wanted that brand. Yeah, that network. Because it I worked. guess it worked. Sorry. It worked, right? George Foreman, poster boy. So I go, I have to, it's meal prep night, as Sam knows, because he's a gym junkie, uh, making like eight chicken breasts. And I'm like, okay, I got to go outside and grill all these up, you know, get it done in 20 minutes. So I go outside. There's like 80 inches of snow. Trek through there with my chicken. Grab the propane tank, put it in the grill, turn it on, only to find out that, you know, not going to work. It's too cold outside. The flame's too small. I'm never going to get this done. So I walk inside. I'm too all many sad. obstacles. Yeah, and think about this commercial. Like, oh, I'm all sad. It's probably like the black and white at this point. You know, like, oh, what's he going to do? You know, I'm walking inside. Freezing. You had snow all over your food. Yeah, it was, uh, it was miserable. And then I walk inside. And who is there for me? Matt Christensen, and he's like, oh, you need to you need to grill those chicken breasts, don't you? And I said, I sure do. He goes, well, why don't you just try the George Foreman? And I said, what's that? He goes, it's just an indoor grill. You'll make it, and it, you don't even have to flip anything. You just press it down, and it grills it for you. And I did it, and it was incredible. Like, I tried my chicken today. It was great. And let's just make a little context here. Matt Christensen is the size of George Foreman. He is. He's yeah. just a massive dude with he his is. little like little mini grill inside. Just cracks me up. He's he just pulls it out of nowhere. No one ever knew he had a George Foreman in there. Yeah. Just Mr. Uh, of accessories. He, of course, of course he has a George Foreman like just pulls it out and was like, "Oh yeah, try this." And I was like, "Perfect." But yeah, I, I, and then just to expand on George Foreman the person. Did you guys know that he has like four or five kids and they're all named George Foreman? It's the truth. It's so true. Like we need to look this up right now. Actually, Sam, you should probably look this up because you, you're yeah, our producer. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. yeah. So he literally has five kids, and I think they're named like Big Wheel. Their like, nicknames. They all are. have nicknames. Yeah. It's like Big Wheel, Smoke Show. I, I wonder know. which one get. I guess the, it's got to be divided by five once he passes away. Like to the rights that Georgie Foreman's. Yeah. I, I bet they just all box, and the winner gets to. How funny the is rights. that though? Like they wanted to put a boxer wrestler is, name okay he has 12 kids 12 oh! yeah five sons seven daughters his five sons are george jr george the third nickname is monk george the fourth big wheel george the fifth red george the sixth little joey and then um he has a nope he doesn't have a daughter named george uh but he has yeah so was that five one two three four Five. He has, yeah, five sons named George. And the, da- the daughters' names are not Georgia. No, the, the, no, no, or no, no, 
<laughs> no, or G or GG or any of that. It's okay. uh, Leola, Natalia, normal names. At, and, There's and, seven of them. And Miki. Miki. <laughs> Isabella and Courtney. Yes, Yo, so, all seven of them. Yeah, none of them have a G. Wow. Like, this is a person in the world. A professional boxer who has five kids all named after five him. Five sons. Five sons that have his same name. And then he also has a grill, an indoor grill franchise named after him. And he has nothing to do with it. Like, he literally was approached by, like you said, the branding of that is, like, so external. But. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's yeah, that, a good that's word, leave, That's just yeah, leaving thanks, a mark guys. on the planet, yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Sam. Hold on. Oh, sorry. So, trapping the puck on George Foreman and transition to Sam's What Did You Learn? And I'm excited for Sam. I think last week on his, uh, his, fir- his first back-end official show, What Did You Learn, was kind of weak. I didn't appreciate it. I, th- I, I honestly thought he oh. came up with it right when he walked through the door. And I didn't. What was it, by the way? Mother Nature's remember. pissed off. Yeah. Oh, pissed. you know, Done. like, we already talked. Let's shoulders up, chest out. That's what we do. We're here in Minnesota. Yeah. I know you don't like it. So I'm expecting great things from you today, Sam. So like, what did you All learn right. today, dude? Uh, my what did you learn today? <laughs> it's you, you amping it up is, I, I think, might ruin a little bit. Uh, but my what did you learn today? Stay t- confident. My what did you learn today is that... Oh, let me start recording this thing again so we can get it all. Yeah, my what did you learn today is that... Uh, Andrew's kind of self-centered, and he's uh, he's letting this fame get to his head. So, oh! or, or did I, say, I meant Declan, not Andrew. Declan. Oh, Declan. Sorry, sorry. I was looking at Andrew when I said that. Damn. So, Damn. so here's the thing. All right, I so that was perfect. Thing, here we I go. Literally just hyped. Okay, no. Ahead. Okay. Here's the thing. So, uh, back pockets blowing up. Obviously, there's like no denying that. We're getting a little. You guys are getting a little famous. Okay. I've had a couple people recognize me at the bars from this from this podcast. You're getting famous. I'm sure you guys have had the same situations. All right. So when you get fame, you can either, you know, be humble, down to earth like Andrew. Andrew, I applaud you for how you handle the fame. Thanks. Or you can get like Declan and just uh, become a crappy human, forget where you came from and forget your roots. What? So so let's uh let's let's back up here for my reasoning. Declan's just he's just he's pissed. Right? All right. Here's this thing. Declan's birthday was on Saturday. All right. I don't I'm not a big birthday guy. I literally remember one birthday besides mine, and it's my little brother's. And the only reason I remember it is because we have the same birthday. So that's the only reason why I remember it. So I'll go on Facebook if I see the like birthday thing. I'm like, all right, well, let's just see whose it is. If I really care about them, I'll wish my birthday some 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 way. Saturday, get up in the morning. All right, <laughs> look at Facebook. Oh, Declan's birthday. I'd say we pretty. I say we're uh, pretty close. You know, working on the same podcast. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, he just he just saw. Bro, I text Declan. I text Declan. Happy birthday, buddy. Glad to work with such a funny, successful. Uh, motivated, hardworking guy. Enjoy your day. Oh, Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So I hit him so hard with the read receipt on accident. So uh, you didn't respond to him. No. Oh, oh I, God, no. I no. knew where exactly. I'm not, he's going he's too cool for me now. He's too famous. Oh man. So I like to say, Andrew and all the other listeners. You know, if you have like something coming up with Declan, like you're gonna get lunch or you need you, like you're relying on him to help you move or something. Watch out because he might just stand you up. So that's my that's my uh, what you learned today. Decky, Decky, no response on his birthday. He showed some love, dude. You, you are letting the fame get to your head. I'm on board with Sam. You need to reflect. If you apologize, if you apologize and text me back, I'll. Aaron, dude. Aaron, come here. Apologize. Okay, yeah. come on. Bring it in, man. Bring it in, man. It's okay. It's I, didn't, I didn't mean it. It's like okay, that. man. It's okay. I didn't mean it like that. And then put the GoPro camera back. Yeah, knuckleheads. Sorry. Here we go. See me. Sometimes you just gotta make amends, and that's how you do it. Just hug it out. I apologize, Sam. I'll 
I'll shoot a text back. I don't think you can tell or not, but after I, was, the show. I kind of built that up. You did. That was, that was good. It was good. Thanks. Well done. Well done. It was right. really good getting uh, that on the table. But yeah. yeah. I so. love your honesty. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. It's no secret the Back Pocket Boys were beer guys. Whoa. We are beer guys. However, sometimes there's a time and place when I'm a beer guy because sometimes I got, you know, heartburn coming. <laughs> did this just turn into a heartburn solution ad? Ooh, it, it might have. All right, well, eh, let's just roll with it. Let's roll with this one. Okay, I mean, your your solution is to heartburn is Lincoln Drink. Oh, that's a good point. Lincoln Drink can solve my heartburn. What is Lincoln Drink? Lincoln Drink, dude, you're just sitting around having a couple beers, getting some heartburn, but at the same time, dude, you're having these great conversations with motivators, your entrepreneurs, hustlers, these people that are just your age going to get it around you in the Twin Cities. Lincoln Drink, a great collaboration opportunity. And if you're listening to this ad, I challenge you to ask me about my heartburn. Lincoln Drink 004 is at Finnegan's Bruco on May 8th. That's Lincoln Drink 004 at Finnegan's Bruco, May 8th. Yeah. Good job. Good job for being humble, though. I'm sorry to cut you off. But Thanks for holding. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't say enough how, how humble you are about all this fame coming at you, Andrew. Hey, thanks. Just an average guy here. Um, <laughs> let's, let's recalibrate, refocus, re-engage. And get on to the feel-good story. Mm, as so we always do. This week's feel-good story um, is happening. Let's see. It happened last week. We ha- It hasn't happened to us yet, but it's ha- when this is released, it happened last week. Um, Dr. Matt Wiest, two-year anniversary party. Um, Center of Movement is his chiropractic company. And we're going down there in the heart of Minneapolis. How many people are registered on the Facebook page? Like Five million. No, there was a lot of people. I'm not yeah. five million, but it was I was like, asking for a real number. Oh, oh, real number? Oh, ballpark it like seven hundred. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, people. of people. I'm stoked, and you know this guy has been incredibly influential on us in the sense of like he is thirty two ish, thirty. Yeah, he's in his thirties. Yeah, early thirties, and he's kicking ass with a startup that he was in the corporate world, corporate chiropractic world, and then moved on to his own thing. And he's just been awesome to us and just kind of guidance. And I couldn't be happier to go to this two-year anniversary thing and just celebrate with him. And then he's coming to ours later that night. We're yeah. celebrating on the same day. It's going to be a great collaboration. He's just this 6'6 behemoth. Listen to his podcast that we recorded with him. Season 2, episode 34, something like that. 30-something. Yeah. Sober October. Sober October was the name. He's just an awesome guy. He's absolutely the feel-good story. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think uh, the coolest thing about him, and JC Lipple alluded to this a lot on our conversation with him, was, you know, his just genuine approach to life and his how he just, like, always wants to be, you know, at the service of others. You know, Matt Weiss is, like we said, we the biggest dude in the world, like, could – easily run through a brick wall like you and I talk about oh we we would like to run through a brick wall and we can't but Matt Weist actually can he'd he'd run through the wall come back run through it again and then look at everyone with a and, smile. Then, and then build it back up and ask if anyone else would want to run through it as well yeah um but I think that's the coolest part is like he is this built amazing dude easily could take could have taken his life or his his kind of fame or route a totally different way with you know um, just building off his looks, but I just really appreciate the fact that he's just so genuine and he's just there for everybody. Um, 
So thank you, Matt Weist. And I love that he's built, just bringing all these people together, you know? Like, literally 500 people are coming to this thing, and it's going to be sick. Community workout. Yeah. You're the man, Dr. Matt Weist. Thank you so much for all you do for us. We hope we can return the favor. Absolutely. That's enough from us from the back-end show. Yeah. So what do we... Let's... Uh, I was thinking about this. Maybe we should do... Since this is the back-end show, um, obviously... Week three is coming up. Who we got? We're kicking off on the Monday show with Alex French. Very excited for that interview. He is the CEO, founder of Busy Coffee and an awesome athlete. He runs in triathlons and marathons, another just stud. Yeah. And then on Tuesday, we have Piff Peterson, TikTok famous. He also did filming for us for a while, but now he's just too big. So. Yeah, now that he went through our farming system, like now he's viral. So yeah. that's cool. He's just a beast. Yeah. And then the Golden Nuggets of uh, J.C. Lippold. If you haven't caught that episode yet this past Monday, we're going to condense it down to 15 minutes and give you the best version. Sam, our intern, is dicing that up now. Yeah. So hopefully leave, let her, leave a review and let us know if he's doing a good job. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, then another one of these. And then another one of these. We'll be back next week. We will see you then. Love you guys. Take care. Take care. I've been thinking-